You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Oh, yes. Uh, Welcome to a Tuesday night edition of Sports Day. Yes, it's Team List Tuesday for the trials. You want to do that, Satsy? Uh, Scott Sattler joining (laughs) me in the Sports Day studio uh, tonight. Hello, Sats. Hello, Jace, Woogie and uh, listeners. Bit of a quiet day today when it comes to sport. Of course, it's been dominated by the... The um the release of, of Jared Hayne, who's got out on bail, of yep, course, on his, on his birthday today. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, it's um, I think it's relatively quiet, especially when it comes to rugby league news. Mm. But you are going to uh, educate us a little bit later on about the numbers, the Australian viewing numbers for the Super League, which are enormous. Super Bowl, Super Bowl sorry, which yeah, is but enormous. Only the channel. So I don't have the Fox numbers. I don't yep. have uh, the ESPN numbers, but I can give you the. I can give you the Channel 7 numbers uh, a little later on today. Uh, yeah, Jared Hayne, 34th birthday, outs on bail. Michelle Bishop from 7 News uh, will be joining us soon. Of course, she also is on here with Vossi over morning and, and, of course, Vossi and Brandy. Are they like Stadler and Waldorf from the Muppets, those two guys? Are they? Are we allowed to say that or am I now officially out of a job? Well, I was going to say the odd couple. Yeah, uh, one was Ale- Messi uh, and... Felix and Alex? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, Felix and... Come on, listeners, help us out. 0457 736 What were their... Uh, Jack... Jack Klugman? No, what were their names too? Klugman or something? Anyway. Because <laughs> one's messy, one is clean. Yeah. But they're both quite... OCD. Well, I reckon I reckon the Stadler and Waldorf. They just get up there in that box and just yell out stuff. <laughs> That's rubbish. Boo! Get him <laughs> off. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Who are the two blokes from? The odd couple. It is Felix and someone else. But what were they? Well, who were the actors though? Don't Google it. I want, I want our listeners to get involved. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Boy, last night the headgear players of rugby league that that just went off. It did. Who would you say we got the most votes for for the greatest rugby league player to wear headgear? Peter Kelly, the boy from Eden. Matty Ballin got a lot. He did, yeah. didn't he? Hit him high, hit him low, hit him with the old elbow. Peter <laughs> Kelly, he he was probably the most voted for, and Preston Campbell, of yeah, course. Of course. Um, didn't get your number one jersey, got your number six. Yeah, the the listeners, to your credit, and this is why our listeners are so important, is because we don't know everything. And Jonathan Docking was a fine Cronulla Sharks player. Very unlucky to play Origin. One city country game he played, he was man of the match, and he didn't get chosen, but he did. He made wearing headgear fashionable again when everyone used to wear it back in the day, back in the 20s and 30s and, and co. But, uh, we know the great Johnny Raper wore it to, to hide his, his um, cauliflower, cauliflower ears. ears. Yeah, so tonight's topic, Jace, and it's a difficult one. I've got to say, I've been trying to think about this all day from yeah. Jersey 1 through to Jersey 13. Can I, Yeah. Go. 
Can I say though, we've got to put strict rules around this. Absolutely. There, for me, there's no there's no grey area on this one. It's black or white. Yeah, you're right. All right, go for it. Best bearded players. Now, the protocol around mm. what signifies a bearded rugby league. This player, is where the grey area yeah. is. Yeah. Moustaches only don't count. So Gary Belcher, sorry, badge can't be in the team. Didn't have a full beard. He mm. did on a kangaroo tour once. But that doesn't count because he didn't have it for a majority of his career. Mm-hmm. Cannot be a millennial sculptured beard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I call those fake beards. Yep. Like you're in a fashion shoot. Yeah. No. Nah. It's so got to be – like so, there's got to be at least a bird nest, like one bird living <laughs> in your beard and some leftover pie. So, <laughs> there's got to be. So it has to be ZZ Top type proper old school beard. Like – Jeff Robinson, the mm. great front row from the Bulldogs. I mean, mm. if he looked at some of the current sculpted beards it and mustaches right. yeah. in the NRL, yeah. yeah, he'd murder someone. Noel Cleal. One of the greatest. He looked like a bush ranger. Yep. And he had yep. at least a couple of parrots mm-hmm. living inside that beard. Yep. Um, Danger, oh, sorry, uh, the, uh, Glenn has sent us a text early. Felix Unger and Oscar Madison. That's it. But who were the actors? <laughs> Jack Klugman? Klugman was one of them. Who was the other? Was it Tony Randall? No. It was. Was it? I'm sure it was. Mm. Uh, da- sorry, can we just stop your thoughts on beards? Uh, Danger must be on the Gold Coast today. He wants to know, do we start at five? Danger, turn your radio on. It's called Daylight Saving. So, yes, we are five in Queensland, yep. six across the rest of the country. Do you know Luke Lewis once said, mm. when Daylight Saving, <laughs> he, all, he always always say, yeah, but how does the sun know to go down later? It's a very good question. What? <laughs> um, Smithy from Melbourne in relation to our hot topic, best bearded players, Ray Price. Yeah. Was it a big beard though, was it? Yeah, it wasn't a big beard, but it was a scruffy beard. Yeah. It wasn't Bush Ranger like No. It so wasn't it... Noel and Les Cleal like No. Mm. All righty. Uh, shoot us through a text, 0457 736 736. We've got a, an exclusive here. Uh, for Sports Day. I wish I had like a news. Uh... No, it's not that. Oh, hang on. How much time no. till we're on? <laughs> this is Come on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world news, tonight. Yes. Okay. You're the Ron Burgundy. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sats has got some breaking news for us around the Australian uh, coaching uh, situation. I'm hearing that Andrew McDonald, and this is probably no surprise that Andrew McDonald will be offered the Australian coaching role um, post Justin Langer. Um, of course, his first stint is the current T20 against Sri Lanka. It's going to be a big test going to Pakistan. They're going to want to name the Australian coach, I think, before they leave the shores of Australia to go to what Sri Lanka and Pakistan. Pakistan. Sorry, first. Pakistan first. Um, I'm also led to believe that former New Zealand spin bowling legend Daniel Vittori will be his one of his assistants. Yeah, wow. Mm. Very lo- well liked, Daniel Highly Vittori. Highly regarded in cricket Very well. smart. Yeah, some people – you know, we've always been open to Australian coaches going to other countries and, and showing how great we are in relation to our techniques and our coaching philosophies. It's going to be interesting to see how Australians embrace someone from outside the country in their coaching ranks. I – Personally, myself, I've never heard anything other than um, great reports on Daniel Vittori. Yeah. Mm. 
So the breaking news from you tonight is that is that uh, he will accept the role, um, possibly before the the Pakistan tour. That's yep. Andrew McDonald and Daniel Vittori as an assistant coach. Radio uh, Channel Nine Seven. All of you heard it here first. <laughs> Type that up. Get it on the news because Sats is. Satz's inside knowledge is very good. I remember when you told us that Brandon Smith was going to the Bulldogs. That was breaking news. Yeah. And is he going to the Bulldogs? Mm, no, he's not. He's going oh, to the Roosters. Okay. I, I, you told me who your source is, and I believe you. I said he was going to Sydney. There, there you go. No, you said Bulldogs. Have you got, uh, have you uh, got a tick there? No, no, I okay. haven't. Hey, um, I actually spoke to Andrew McDonald, the current yep. Australian interim coach on – Saturday, do you want? I put that question to him about being the Australian coach. Do you want to hear it, or you look? You, yeah, yeah. Go no, well, why are you resting your head on your microphone? I'm just thinking that a man. That you're I'm just thinking that a man who's in his interim at the moment will yeah. give you a a a, pr- a pretty cliched response. But go right. So the guy you met, who was walking a poodle, at Burglar Waters, mm-hmm. who gave you this information, is more knowledgeable than the guy in the bloody job. Go. The guy you're talking about. Go. You're a jerk. I haven't had time to think about it, sort of whisked into the um, the interim role. And I suppose it's for Cricket Australia to, to understand what they're looking for in that head coach and, and roll that out. And, and then obviously they'll run the process, which they, they do, and that will be no doubt thorough. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, once, once the details of that emerge, then you can start to make a position as to, to whether it suits, um, you know, what you, you're expecting out of a role and, you know, the demands of it. And, you know, JL has commented over time that it is a very demanding role to do all all three formats um, for the whole whole year round. So uh, I'm not sure what their thoughts are, but, yeah, I'll, I'll look on with interest to see where they land on that. Look, as Australia's fourth greatest uh, cricket journalist, that's me, <laughs> he did play straight bat, but you know what I got out of that? I reckon that role will be divided up. Yep. I don't think the co- they will be co- he'll be coaching all three major forms of the game. I think there'll be a white ball coach and I think there'll be a test coach. Which Justin Langer said was really difficult to try and juggle. Yep. Yeah, so very interesting. Very interesting to come out of that. Um, can we just put to bed the whole danger thing at the moment? Da- danger, if it's six, o- if daylight saving, if it's six o'clock in Sydney, it's five o'clock in Queensland. So, yes, the show does start five o'clock in Queensland. But if you turn your radio on, you actually hear it now. Mm. And then check your watch. 0457 736 736 is our text name. We want to get involved in the show tonight. Uh, send us through your favourite bearded players. Sports Day, Sports Update. Thanks to Acme uh, Farm Insurance. We talked about Jared Hayne. We crossed that off, didn't we? We did. We did. We're going to talk to Michelle Bishop a little bit later on from Channel 7 and SEN. Oh, Braithen Astor joining us on the show in about five, six minutes' time. Yep. Forgot about that. He's uh, coming on. Of course, he's uh, obviously with Fox. He's been on a plane all day today. So Upcoming upcoming, uh, NRL season, of course. He's the new host of the NRL 360 show. is 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 that meant to be known? Is yeah. that public knowledge? Yeah. Where? I haven't seen that anywhere. Well, you keep telling me off air that I don't read the news. So, yes. It's Does been... Yvonne know that she's not the host this year? Or have you just... T- Yvonne Sampson doesn't want the role. Wait, 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 wait. What? Why wouldn't you? Like, why wouldn't you want to sit next to Kenty <laughs> while he's just giving everyone a careful. Kenty's my friend. Oh, and, and, he, and he's a very good source for this show and he always comes on. And I'm the one who's got to ask him. I, he is a very angry man. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But who's he yelling at now? He's such like, a likable character, Kenty. I love him. Who is? Would he yell at Santa? Like you know, he's he's had about what six months off. Would he be yelling at Santa <laughs> and children over over? Who's he been yelling at? And about what? 
<laughs> What's he been yelling about? I, can't no. I love him. He'd find something. He's in the best segment on television, anywhere, Good Times with Kenzie. Isn't it the best? That's the pub, the pub that he's advertising in yeah. the Belmain Leichhardt area. Yeah. It's the pub that he drinks at. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, nah, he's a good man, Kenzie. Now, in relation to just quickly, the odd couple. Mm. So the, the actors were, uh, thank you very much, um, it was Tony Randall. I said that, yes. And Jack Klugman. Well, you said Jack Klugman, I yeah. said Tony Randall. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, hang on. No, but then there was the movie, Jack Lemon and Walter Matter. There was, yeah, you're right. Oh, God, we should have ex- said which one it was. Thanks, Glenn. Hey, quickly, mm. uh, Matty Johns has made a bold prediction about the side that can shake up the title race this year. Yeah, I think when you look at the top four, top five, everyone's thinking you know, Penrith, Roosters, Melbourne, Manly, South in there as well, top four or five. Uh, Parramatta in there and abouts as well. I think they're going to have a good season this year, Parramatta. Who's someone that can break that stranglehold in the top four? And, and Matty Johns believes that the Sharks are the biggest movers in 2022. Can they possibly win the comp? Sharks fans listening out there, 0457 736 736. They've got a rookie coach who's a very good coach, great defensive coach. We've known the Sharks can score points and they can beat teams by 30 or 40, but unfortunately their scoreline over recent years has been 34-28. And as a team that needs to play in top four, you need to – try and um, eradicate that. So uh, he's the right man, Craig Fitzgibbon. They've recruited really well with Nico Hines and Dale Finuc and Cameron McGuinness signed really early as well. Yeah, so, yeah, Matty Johns believes that the, the Sharks are the one team that can probably break that stranglehold in the top four. Uh, you know, as I get closer to this, the season, I started to think there's some players in the Sharks lineup that probably got a little bit too much age. Um then I look at some of the players that probably hadn't had enough first-grade experience yet. But as I get closer to the season, I'm starting to agree with with Matty Johns that they could be one of the sides that could could destabilise some of those teams of, that have really held down those top four spots. So a very impressive squad. Uh, some really good young forwards, uh, Talakai and uh, Royce Hunt and – and uh, Braden Hemlin, Ueli and co that have now had a full season under their belt and know what it takes to be a first grader. So I'm really interested to see how the Sharks go. Uh, one of my closest friends is a mad Sharks fan. He'd be listening to the show right now, lives in the Shire. Um, he's got big hopes, and I think that Craig Fitzgibbon could could prove to be one of the, the real great signings as a, as a coach um, in recent years to, to any club, but most importantly the Sharks. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll go a lot better this year. A mm. lot better. A um, New Zealand Warriors have been forced to cancel their homecoming game. Yeah. Now that's June eighteen, uh, and this is the second homecoming game they've had to cancel. Yep. Uh, they had one cancelled. I think it was in August of twenty twenty one. That means there's no chance of them going home. Well, they're going to stay here the whole season anyway, and they're mm. just going to fly in and and fly out. Because uh, they have to do, what, seven days quarantine sats if they'll, to go back to New yes. Zealand, which doesn't make sense. It's over a 1,000 days, you know, as they say, with Mount Smart Stadium was their yep. la- last time they played there. And um, that game was meant to be against Penrith. Now, the concern is not the Warriors going home. The, the concern is teams that are coming to New Zealand under the strict laws at the moment that Jacinta Ardern and her government have got. And they've made a desperate plea. CEO Cameron George, who I've got to say is one of the finest administrators in Australian sport, He's handled the last couple of years with uh, with great humility, but also a great sense of professionalism as well. And it's something the Warriors have needed for a long time is that really good, strong front office. 
And he's made some really tough calls during COVID as well. Um, but it's teams that are going over to play. So if Penrith were to go over and play that homecoming match on June 18, they've played another game. The, the round before, the round before um, they play less than seven days, six days before they'd arrive in New Zealand. So they can't quarantine for the, enough time. And New Zealand government are saying, we're not going to move on that at all. It's not going to be one rule for one and another rule for others. So, um, yeah, it's, it's sad news for the Warriors. Jace, you and I are talking about it off air, that there's a large chunk of the Warriors players who have basically been Australian-based players and signed with the Warriors that have not spent one day in Auckland at their, at their club. Well, nor has Nathan Brown. Yeah. Has not left Australia yet. Mm. So he's... Uh, yeah, he's. They're based in the north of Brisbane uh, at Redcliffe. Yeah. And they've had to go and get all their own accommodation. So yep. the club's not putting them in a hotel. So and the kids are in school. Teaching them to be a lot more independent as opposed to, to living in hotels, which yeah, at times can get a little bit monotonous. Do you think Wayne is, is just planning on recruiting all the Warriors players? Because <laughs> they're already there. Hello? Yes, Wayne. Because they're already there. It's a good point. So just change jerseys, boys. Stay here. Don't go back to New Zealand. I tell you what, you might be onto something there. You've already got your house. Your kids are in school. Your it, wife's loving the lifestyle. You know what? It's not a bad recruitment tool. I know. I'm pretty sure CEO Cameron George would be well aware of that. You could live, uh, mate. Nothing wrong with South Morton, and you can in that whole Morton Bay area, or you could just live up the road in the sunny coast. Yeah, yeah. The Morton Bay Dolphins. Why isn't it? I know. I know. you got a Costco up the road. Call them the Costco Dolphins. I don't care. How good's Costco? Oh. Mm. Anyway, we keep getting off. We are getting a – We are getting a <laughs> Throw uh, some out before we go a to A lot break. of votes for bearded players. Kurt Reynoldson. We've got a lot of votes at the moment. Matt from St. Mary's across a couple of other listeners as well. He did have a Bush Rangers beard. Uh, Melbourne uh, also played for yeah, the Knights, as I said. Jeff Robinson's getting a lot. Now, what about this one? The King, Wally Lewis. No, come on. He was a bearded player. No, that was bum fluff. No. Bum fluff does not count. He was a bearded player, and especially, and this is from uh, Cooper Nook Knight, says even on the kangaroo tours, he had, he, had a big, he had a big beard on kangaroo tours. So I'm putting Wally Lewis into the bearded category. He'd look like Wilson from, what was that movie with uh, Tom Cruise, with, just with a beard. He had the roundest head, Wally, didn't he? <laughs> this is really round. Did he? Yeah. Well, to me, it was round. <laughs> it's Queensland. I didn't pay much attention. Mate, what about Noel Crusher Cleal? Yeah. First pick. He's going to get plenty. Followed by uh, Pricey and Guru. Hmm. Yeah. Cheers, NTG. Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to um, Kia. Uh, Mitchell Muse with the uh, the Kia Sportage. Uh, hopefully, Braithen Astor is off a flight. He's been up and down. The East Coast of Australia today on on planes. Uh, hopefully, we'll grab him next and keep your text coming through too for best beards in footy. Um, what we'll do there is also chuck your name, your suburb, and how you're listening to the show tonight as well. We'll give you a big shout out. This is Sports Day. Back in a mo. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Be fun. It yeah, should be fun. Yeah, I read today that you were nervous. You're going to put your own element to the show, um, yeah. Braith. Um, what's what's going to be different in relation to the way Braith and Astor approaches the show? Oh, 
Yes, yeah, so listen, I mean, I'm, I'm like you. I'm a footy nut. I was grown in the rugby league. Uh, obviously, you just mentioned George being my uncle. I've, you know, I've played at a young age. I've played first grade for a long period of time. Uh, I've been in coaching. I've got my accreditation as a manager. So I like to think I've got my ear to the ground. So I'm all over that. In terms of what I bring, um, I want to have a bit of fun with it. I, I think I think with the show, with 360, it's really important to have that player perspective. A lot of it is so journal, um, with the journalists. You know, so dominant. Uh, obviously, they've got a lot of good information. They've got scoops and all that. But I think the players need to be represented a little bit more. And, and I'm looking forward to having that opportunity to do that. I, I get along well with Kenty. I know you have a laugh about Kenny. Kenny, he can be quite harsh. Uh, <laughs> but he's also, he's, he's pretty switched on. Like, mm. I, I'm not always going to agree with him. And, and I think that's that's pretty, you know, I think that's a good thing. So I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to... Um, Take him on if if need be, and 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 argue my point. But as I said, I, you know, I think I'm just going to be myself. I'm not going to overthink. I'm going to have some fun with it. I'm going to stir the pot a little bit and fire the boys up. No, be very good. I'm looking forward to it. Braith, I've always been a fan of yours. Now, to get back to on field, and I want to ask you that question. I've never asked you this question. You've been a South mm. boy growing up. How come you never went back to the bunnies? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, you know what? I don't talk about it much, but. Yeah, you know, I would have been there my whole life. Like, I, you know, I was red and green um, through and through. And my uncle was, you know, I, I just wanted to play for South. That's all I ever wanted to do. Obviously, George, you know, he played for South in Australia. He, he, he coached him. He's the president. And I, I wanted to be their ball boy, and I wanted to play my whole career there. Like, that was just it. But they got kicked out at, at a really critical stage in my career. I was only, I think I was 16, 17. I was just about to sign my full-on um, first real contract. And... They had no, they, they weren't in the comp and they, they had no real, no one had told them when they were going to be back in the competition. So there was no real security there. And even George said to me at the time, he said, Brad, you're going to have to look at elsewhere, mate, because I don't know if we're going to get back in. So that's why I went to the Bulldogs. And then just through one way or another, I just couldn't, I just didn't get back there, you know? And, it's, and, and to be honest with you, it's probably a little bit of a, a regret for, uh, for me, but, uh, you know, it's just the way that things went. And unfortunately, I just didn't get a chance to put that, um, that jersey back on. You know, we would have had you in a heartbeat, mate. Me speaking on behalf of South Sydney supporters. It, <laughs> it must have been heartbreaking. Yeah, no, for, must have been heartbreaking for George to, to tell you that news. Yeah, it was. I mean, George, you know, he's so passionate about the club. I just loved it. And he didn't want me to go anywhere. Um, and, I, you know, he, he knew how much I wanted to play for South. He fought so hard for that club. And if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't be in the comp right now. You know, That's I feel right. really passionate about that. I, I marched with George. And, and I was there with Bells on my mum's, you know, George's sister. And it, we just, we just, you know, were so passionate about it. He was heartbroken. Uh, at the time, it was funny because, you know, he didn't want me to go to the Roosters. So <laughs> at the time, he did everything possible to send me anywhere he could. And he, he sent me to the Bulldogs. He was the one that sent me there. So... Um, yeah, I, I'm still close with George to this day. And yeah, as I said, it's just something that didn't work out. I would have loved it to have worked out. But unfortunately, I suppose not everything um, works out to be a fairy tale, you know. It was the unofficial launch of the NRL season last weekend, boys, with the All-Stars game. We get into the trials this weekend and we'll see a lot of new faces this weekend and a few older faces trying to get a, you know, a contract. Um, first time we're seeing pre-season games... Uh, broadcast, I reckon this is fantastic. And I reckon, Braith and Sats, I reckon we could see record crowds at trials this weekend because I think we're ready for footy. Mm. Yeah, we are. I mean, it's because of the last couple of years, how difficult it's been. And I know it's been a little bit different in Queensland, a, a tiny bit, but in, in New South Wales, you know, the fans have hardly been able to get to a game. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's really, I mean, it's the evolution of the game, it's the evolution of TV. And 
we just want to show as much as we can. And, and that's good. I mean, it's good that Fox is showing all the games, all the trial games. It gets all the fans involved. It gets everyone excited for the season. It gives everyone access. And, and like you said, it also gets, gives the fans an opportunity to see some of these young kids coming through that have got an opportunity to play first grade because they do get a good a good hit out tap, as you know in the trials and mm. you know trials you, you can't you don't know who's going to win the comedy you know, this time of the year if you you, you did say guessing um, you did set throwing darts if you think you, got, you know he's going to win the competition but at least you get excited about the season and we know it's not far away. Braith, I loved it how fit you get during a preseason, and you go and play your first game, and your lungs are burning after about ten or fifteen <laughs> minutes, and feel as though you haven't trained at all through the through the preseason. Now, Braith, in relation to the the multitude of players that have changed clubs, I'm going to throw some players at you. Which player stands out yep. to you that's going going to have the biggest um, the biggest uh, influence on their club? Finucane, Hines, Reynolds, Josh Adokar, Matty Burton, Sean Johnson, Jackson Hastings. Yeah. Wow, yeah. How exciting. Uh, you know, I think if you, listen, all those players will have a huge impact. If you're looking at, you know, who's the best fit and what club needs that player right now, I think Brisbane. Brisbane needs Reynolds big time. Brisbane, you know, they've been that young team with so much uh, promise, but just haven't been able to have that experience in that game management. And, and that's what's cost them a lot of games over the past couple of seasons. So I think he brings that. And obviously, with Tony Staggs coming back from injury, he's, he's one of the best players in the game. I think he's going to be. Gallium Centre of the Year, easy. Um, so he, he's a big buy. Burton and Ado Carr, well, obviously the Burton, I mean, he's in the key position. Ado Carr, we know how good he is. And the back three is so important these days for all teams. He, he's, he's a supreme um, finisher, one of the best in the game. And there's no substitutes for speed. But in terms of, you know, key positions, Burton really holds the key there. But I still think they're a year away with Marnie and Kickow, which they really need a, a nine and, and a quality back row. So they're still a year away. Uh, Finucane and Hines are big because... With Cronulla, um, yeah, I think Fitzy can make a big difference. I, a lot of people don't know Craig Fitzgibbon, right? I've worked underneath him. I've played with him at the Roosters. He will make a huge difference just from his aura, his work ethic, his discipline, and the respect that he commands from his players. So everyone's talking about Cronulla. If you look at their on-field team, you don't go, wow. You don't think, oh, you know, they're going to win the comp. But with, with Fitzy at the helm, I think you'll get the best out of every player, and they'll be a big improver. Uh, Sean Johnson, will mate. Like he's, he's, when he's at his best, there's no better player. Mm. So he can make a huge difference as well. But is he, you know, I mean, he's getting to the end too. So does he have that flash and that speed and that, that, that those big game moments that he's had throughout his career? So time will tell. So we're looking at the top eight, Braith, and I know just purely based on the playing groups that we look at from round one, for example, you've got the Storm Panthers, Rabbitohs, Eels, Roosters, Seagulls, Titans, seventh, Sharks, eighth. Now, I think we all agree that probably seven of those sides, including the Sharks, will probably stay in the eight. If you had to pick, if the Titans were going to drop out of the eight, and this is only um, purely um, speculation, speculation, is there another team that yeah, jumps up? Huge speculation. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm looking at teams, the improvers, I think, as I said, I think, I think the Broncos and, and, and the Bulldogs, for me, are the big improvers. I, I don't see the Dragons. You know, yes, they've recruited three or four new players, but I don't think they're going to really um, you know, take the team to great heights. They're not really key inclusions. Um, I think the Titans are still going to struggle again. Uh, the Titans are going to formidable forward pack. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, and, and, and they should really make the top eight again. I, I love the way they played last year. I'm, they're probably a little bit skinny in, in, a, in a couple of key positions, which worries me about them. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, they're my two. I think 
mainly just off the back of Tom will be there. Um, Melbourne will be there again just off the back of their class and their, their culture and their system. Uh, they, don't have, they don't have as much depth, but they'll be there again. So, yeah, I just think that, that Brisbane and the Dogs are the, probably the, the two that I'd keep an eye on to take that, that eighth position or, or sneak into the eighth this year. Brisbane should do it easily. So the Knights finished seventh last year, and in a good friend of yours you've played a lot of rugby league with and played in the grand final in 2010 with, how big are the losses Mitchell Pearce to the Knights? He's huge. And Pearcey was their, arguably their best player apart from Ponga. And, and although he was ageing and, you know, maybe not at his best, he was still their best. Um, he's big loss, big loss. So, you know, and, and Clifford really hasn't, you know, I, I've watched him play a lot, Clifford, in, in, the, in the 20s, and you would have watched him too, so mm. coming through. He, he was the best of his, of his age group. He hasn't quite transitioned at the first grade. It's not an easy thing to do. He needs to find that. Um, I see them really skinny in the halves, I do. Um, and, I, and, and, you know, I probably would have kept him another year. Um, not too sure what happened there behind closed doors, but obviously there was a bit of bit of uh, goings on off the field that may have impacted that as well. But, uh, yeah, they're going to miss him big time. Puts a lot of pressure on Kalen. Because the thing with Pierce too, is he took, you know, he took a lot of eyes off Kalen, you mm-hmm. know, when Kalen was on the field and vice versa, you know. So it's, they'll be focused just on the one at the moment because there isn't too many other threats outside of him in that side, apart from Brayley, who he's out injured as well, I think. So they've got some trouble. They're in some trouble to start the year. We've got a lot of Knights listeners um, that also have a lot of input into the show. What stage of – if Kalen is going to stay at the Knights, and I hope he does, mm. what stage of his career does he move up into the front line, do you think? Or do you just think his whole career will be in the jersey number one? Uh, again, it depends on – you know, how they start the year. I mean, I, I, I think he's definitely a one. Um, yeah, he could play six easily with his, his vision. His, you know, he's, when he comes, skips across that left-hand side, he plays short or long. He's got that little skip and that little double pump. He, he's, he's, he's like a half-playing fullback. He could play in the halves easily, but if you keep him at one, keep, one's the most influential player these days. You look at Tedesco and Turbo, they touch the ball more than anyone. They're, they're all, they're, they are, wherever the ball is, the one is there. You know, you kind of like... When you're a half these days, you know they split them, you know left and right and all that sort of thing. You probably don't get as many touches as a, as a fullback and as many involvements or time with the ball in open space. And he's got great footwork, so I'd leave him there. But again, it's just that if they can just find that six and seven to, to, to get it done in the halves, you know they've got everything else covered. There. Even Braley, I'm Braley, I'm a big rap on Braley, and I think I think it was two years ago when he first got there, he was their best player, and he got injured again, and they sort of fell fell away off the back of that. So. They haven't had much luck either, you know, the Knights. But um, I think he's a fullback, Kalen, but he could easily play hard, easily. Now, Braith, before we let you go, um, and I believe you're on holiday. I saw you the other day, actually. No shirt on once again. But in saying yeah. that... Um, <laughs> geez, you, brought, you, raised, you raised that a lot, mate. Yeah. In saying that, we have a segment later on called True or False. Now, can you give me true or false that on NRL 360, there will be electrodes that will be attached to Paul Kent? And if he says something wrong, you've got a button that you can push... Just true or false? Mate, I'd be very happy with that. True. I'd be very happy with that. Stunt gun. You can, you know, whatever it takes. Poor Kenzie. Poor Kenzie. Right. I reckon he oh, would. Mate, he's probably yeah. missed yelling for the last six months. We are saying off the air, or saying on the air at the start. He's probably been yelling at Santa Claus in the off season, so we don't he's know what's going on. He's angry, man, isn't he? He's no. I just want to get a few smiles. Really <laughs> he's no. all right. He's no. all right. Our favourite segment on no, television. All of te- television is good times with Kenty. 
That is, yeah. that's our favourite. We'll have to make sure it stays there. Hey, one more quick one before you go, Braith. Uh, we're talking about bearded, yep. bearded players, not not these well-groomed, you know, manscaping beards of today. Did you play alongside any great players with great beards? Oh, who's not? Like, everyone, uh, I'm trying to think. Who had a good beard back in the day? Aaron Woods Mate, had, Miles, a good beard. He had a beard there for a while. Woods, he had a beard. I don't know if he had it when I was with him there at the time. Mate Miles had a terrible yeah. one there for a while mm. uh, back when I played with him. Who else had a beard? He needed a beard. To, I don't know. He needed he a beard, didn't he, to, to hide that massive skull of his, didn't he? That'd be a big beard. What about the size of his head? <laughs> He's got the biggest head ever, Miles. I, I can't believe he attacked <laughs> Paul Gallon's Gallen could, Gallen could knock him out. <laughs> he couldn't miss, could he? Poor right. Gallon. He broke, he broke his head. <laughs> <laughs> Brave, we're going to let you go. When does uh, NRL 360 uh, kick oh, off? Boy. It's uh, the Monday of round one, so the first week of the season there, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, so tune in, guys. should be good fun. All right, mate. Catch you later. Braith and Asta from Fox. Right. Uh, thanks for your time on Sports Day. No worries, do I See you later. There he goes. There he goes, Braith. Did he nearly drop the F-bomb? Do, I don't know whether he said it or not. Mm. Did he sure. say it? I don't, I'm not sure. We might have to go back and listen to that. We apologise, kids, if Uncle <laughs> Braith... Said something he shouldn't have. Uh, we're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Uh, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. When we come back, we have got a million. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. A million texts on bearded players. We'll get to those next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, we want your favourite bearded players of all time. None of these manscaped beards. We're talking real men. I'm struggling for a fullback. Are you? Listeners, yeah, I am. I am. A fullback with a beard. What about Wolfman? Did he play fullback at any stage or only no, the wing? No. And we've had some uh, a lot of a lot of votes for David Wolfman Williams, uh, which we'll get to really soon. Thank you for your text messages, 0457-736-736. Okay, start lots rattling of off, them. mate. We've got lots of them. Quick go. Okay, uh, beard and modern-day player, just recently, Lisa Narmau. Um, now, we've got one here also in relation. Not in, I just want to shout out to a great part of the country. Uh, hi, my name is Vanessa Mundine. I'm listening through... Uh, I'm in Lismore, but I live in Tabulum. Tabulum Turtle Divers was the rugby league team there. Got a love for NRL. Keep up the great work. Uh, thanks, Vanessa, for, for texting you. A female listening to see. I knew we could attract the ladies to the show. Is it your dulcet tones? I think it's think? And my stunning good looks. Yeah. And maybe she heard about my diet yesterday. Mm. Uh, great show. I'm listening to you in the truck on the way to Brisbane. That movie from t- was Tom Hanks with the soccer ball Wilson. Yeah. What was the name of it? Castaway. Castaway. That's, that's it. it. Not now, bearded yet. players. Hi, guys. Gary Hambly from the Mighty Rabbitohs. Uh, go the Rabbitohs 2020. Cheers, Tears. Now, Gary Hambly was in the 80s. It was their big front row. He had a big um, beard, much like the uh, the Ned Kelly type. Gary Hambly, another one. Uh, another vote for Gary Hambly as well. Uh, Wolfman was the best beers in footy. He even had a stint in pink. Michael from Concord, he did. He actually dyed his beard pink for a, for a charity, for a foundation yeah, right. once. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Evening, fellas. Although it wasn't a full-face beard, but was still impressive, nonetheless, Kevin Hardwick, back row for the uh, Balmain Tigers. That was a bikey-looking 
See, that's a beard. That is a, both he and Kerry Hemsley yeah. had two of the greatest beards you've ever seen. Loving yeah. the show. Steve in Dubbo. I love Dubbo. Thanks, Steve. Hi, fellas. Don't know if these have been said already. Sammy Bacco. Yeah, there you go. Really good vote. Sammy Bacco. See, there's a guy. That's have Cousin Dubbo as well. There's a guy that have leftover food in his beard. Exactly. That's, that's what we're talking about. Half a That's pie. a real bloody beard. It's like someone says, you've got something on the side of your face, and as they, they go to... Go to get rid of it out of the beard. Like half a pie falls That's out. That's it. Yeah, exactly. A, a ferret. Yep. Uh, Daniel from Prairie would uh, always listening on the SEN app. Uh, he says, uh, Ruben Wickey wore a beard later in his career. He was frightening. I was scared of him. Uh, Bruce Bruiser <laughs> Clark from the Magpies. Tommy Rodonigas had a beard for a large part sure of his did. career as well. Uh, time to time when he was at Western Newtown. Terry Lamb Barber. had a beard. Yep. So Wally Lewis, Terry Lamb. That's a. Is that an age thing? As they got older, they just couldn't be stuffed shaving? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm a bit like that. Eric Groth is getting um, – there's Chris at Springwood listening on the on DAB while cooking spaghetti spaghetti bowl, adding a touch of red. Always got to oh. add red wine to your spaghetti bolognese. Red wine to anything, let's yeah. be honest. Mm. He's voted for Eric Groth Senior, and Eric Groth Senior will definitely be on one of the wings. Uh, absolutely. Good one here. Great vote here. This is uh, Cheers Scratchy in Bucker in Queensland. Listening on the app, boys. Don't forget the Zip Zip Man, Steve Ella, to make up the trifecta of the beard, bearded eels greats. Yep. That's Ray Price, Eric Groth, Steve yeah, Ella. Steve Ella. It's a great trio. Yeah. Um, Sterlo couldn't even grow a moustache, could he? No. He had no facial no, hair. No. Horrible facial hair. Like Beautiful hair, though. Bits of bum fluff. For a long time he did, didn't he? On top of the head. Yep. He looked like Warwick Kappa, mm. who had beautiful hair. Now, in relation to Paul Kent, talking to our good friend Braithen Asser just then, uh, if you didn't catch that, <laughs> uh, get it on the podcast, wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Yes. Uh, Glennie, the reality king, says, the best segment on TV is not Kenty, which is good times, yeah. but the dinner party of maths. Oh, come on. Glenn. Can we have a maths free? No, I, I've, I've stopped watching it. You said it was good last yeah, it was night, good. didn't I you? liked it last night. Didn't mind it. Now, Mick Crocker has got a vote here as well. Um but I don't think Mick Crocker really ever had a beard. And he's also Jeff Robinson. Uh, this is Mark as well. Uh, Jeff Robinson will definitely be one of the front rowers, one of the, the true the true bush rangers from rugby league. Absolutely. Uh, Richie from Newcastle, Johnny McMartin, the Cronulla hooker, and Terry Reagan, one of Badger's favourites. Mm. Mad Terry Reagan. But uh, we're getting a lot of votes, uh, Richie from Newcastle, for Johnny McMartin from Cronulla. So we haven't found another hooker yet that was – that had a full beard, full face beard. What about Warura Hargraves? No. Is that – it's a patchy beard, isn't it's it? It's a patchy beard. It's yeah. a good way to explain it. It's a patchy one. Yeah. Badge had a beard. When he when – he, Badge had a beard, he had a patchy beard. Yeah, right. Doesn't really count. Yeah, patchy beard's not Yeah, I don't right. think it does. No. Evening, gents, I'm not sure it's a quiet day in cricket coaching saga, and it's not good. As for the Brad – we were talking about last night headgeared players. Yeah. We had a team of headgeared players. Yeah. Uh, Dave Brown. Still holds a record, 45 points in a game, 38 tries in a season, 10 goals in a match. Rooster Muzz, yeah, he was – that's why he's regarded as one well, of the greatest of all time. Uh, probably last night. That Rooster Muzz all put up about the headgear player last night. He just wanted right. to remind us about Dave okay. Brown. And uh, Johnny McMartin from Ter- and Terry Reagan getting another vote as Here's, well. Can I throw a really – because for this game, you're going to need a referee. Sean from uh, – Cor- is it Coroy? Coroy. Coroy on the sunny coast. Yep. I know you're talking about players with beers, but I think my cousin Greg McCallum, ex-first grade ref, deserves a mention. Yeah, it's a really good nomination. Sometimes called the bearded one by Roy and HG. Yep, really good nomination. We need a ref. Yeah. Looked like a koala bear. <laughs> Had a little round face 
and it was all surrounded by hair, and you just see these two eyes and a nose. That was a big beard. That was like full. Massive beard. He was, I think he was born with a beard, wasn't he? Now, we've got Jaws here just really quickly. Proper pack of, uh, Ford pack for a proper beards. Ray Price Lock, second row, Noel and Les Cleal. There you go. Uh, Props, Jeff Robinson, James Tarmo. James Tamo yep. and Johnny McMartin from the Sharks. He's getting a lot of votes, Johnny McMartin. Right, keep them coming through. 0457-736-736. This is Sports Day. Uh, don't forget to tell us where you're listening and how you're listening tonight when we come back. We'll get some weather and more of your texts. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457-736-736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Oh, my God, the text machine is blowing up tonight about bearded players. Not only have we got a ref for the game in Greg McCallum now, can mm. we? is that a lock? That's, that's, a, that's a lock. That's a lock in, yeah. He's the, he's the ref. Yep. Uh, but we have also think we've got a coach. And if you want to contribute to a coach as well for our bearded team... Uh, 0457-736-736. Hey, by the way, before we just read out a couple of more texts, I better give you some weather thanks to uh, New Farm. Sydney tomorrow, is it my imagination or is summer just sort of pause, being put on hold? Mm. Uh, 28 tomorrow, after an overnight low of 19, mostly clear, uh, 24 degrees at the moment in the world's greatest Sydney of Sydney. I know people in Brisbane and all that will argue with that. Uh, New Farm's products are formulated for the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Sats, try and get through as many of these texts as you possibly can. Um, now, there's a lot of votes for Cameron Smith. Looked like he had, was growing a beard on game day. Cameron no. Smith grew a beard at 7am in the morning. But it's not really a full beard, was it? He was grown. With was it classed as a beard? No, nah, he was born with stubble. Yeah, okay. That's fair. He had stubble. He never had a beard. Mm. Fair to say? Yeah, it, it was always stubble. It was stubble. It was just lazy. Yep. And we got a really good nomination for the hooker as well. John, Johnny McMartin's getting a lot of votes, but Dr. George Paponis. Mate, there are a million texts coming through for George Paponis. Yeah, absolutely. We're Is he the a- same sort of doctor as Dr. Dre? He's a, he's a real doctor. But if you were on a plane and you were having yeah. something wrong with you and they yeah. said, Dr. Dre, yeah. the rapper, is in first class. They'd say, I'd rather die. <laughs> but his nurse, Snoop Dogg's there as well. No, thanks. I'll choke on these nuts. Artie beats a 1980 Origin 1 beard. Historical. Iconic. Okay. Absolutely. All righty. Uh, keep your text coming through. We've got to go to a break. I'm really sorry. Uh, Michelle Bishop, I'm apologising. What am I apologising for? Michelle Bishop coming up real soon. She's going to talk to us about Jared Hayne. And I promise you, we'll get to your texts. Stick around. This is Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.